Welcome back to Drunk and Chip episode 99. That's quoted from Dr. Strange. Did we even do a sound check? Nah, I I know my shit. (laughs) Yeah, you you say that and then you get in a post and you're like, uh. You didn't hear what I said, we're in the end game now. Yeah, we're in the end game now, baby. We're in the end game now. (laughs) Uh, This week we're talking about content creation, what's like the content creator. So if you want to be a content creator or cares how that life is, that's what we'll be talking about. Yeah, just some just some insight into how insight. insane this shit is, this shit can be. But before I set the tone yeah. of the show, breaking news right here. Mm-hmm. Jordan, mm-hmm. can you pull up my Twitter right quick? <laughs> what bullshit is he gonna oh say? Oh my god. Well, as you're doing that, welcome to the show. As you know, we talk about nerd culture, video games, movies, comics. Why am I promoting your Twitter right now? Because <laughs> Okay. Go now. Oh my god. Tab this. No, speak. Tab the CNN article. Tab the CNN article? Yeah. Oh my god. I know I know exactly. I read this shit this morning. Yeah. Okay, I, but first let this so if you can't see the screen. <laughs> audio on the listeners, you gotta go. The, wait, there's a lady that's looked by and was like, what, what are the they fuck fucking looking at? Big deal. So CNN posted an article uh yesterday, which I missed completely. To get people excited about pizza again, Papa John's offering a new spin on classic with pizza. God, offering a new spin on classic Papa Papa bowls that are toppings and no crust. So it's a bowl with all the toppings, yeah, with cheese, meat, sauce, and yeah. whatever. And this was published yesterday. Jordan, show my tweet, please. <laughs> what the fuck is this news anchor ass mm-hmm. segment that we got here? Oh my god! Ah! What are you doing? Just back up. <laughs> Just double click and hit back. No, like on the Mac. page. On the page. Yeah, double click. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Your computer froze? Did I get frozen? No, it's just when I do this. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, it's frozen. He's bullshitting me right now. Yeah. I'm not. Rip out, rip out the HTML. This is, yeah. The HTML issue? It's, it... it's an old computer, so it like freezes, and then you have to rip out the signal so that it goes back to to it, yeah. How the hell does it work with the computer So. Because uh, the computer can't recognize that the signal has. Oh, uh, so it is going back on his screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not on it. But it's not on there right now. <laughs> Got you. So, what the fuck? Is it still frosting on your screen? It's it's wigging out. <laughs> he doing this on because it's me. <laughs> he, he's bugging. Okay, okay, whatever. I'll put I'll put it on in post. He's I have bugging. no idea what's going on. He don't want to give me attention. <laughs> <laughs> I really <laughs> wish I was messing with you, but it is yeah. bugging out. Okay, so, so what was this? What was your I'm gonna say this again. This is what you get for promoting your Twitter. <laughs> no, nah, he's, he's trying to make my, my moment bad. As he sips his coffee. The duality of man. As of yesterday, CNN posted an article to get people excited about pizza again. Papa John's is offering a new spin on the classic with Papa Bowls that are a topping, no crust. So basically, it's toppings. Yeah, it's just, it's yeah. just all the Sauce, shit that you cheese. put in the, the pizza, yeah? As of yesterday, they tweeted this. And for me, I made a tweet uh, May 13th, 2021. Yeah, you can fact check this. Go look it up. <laughs> hey, Pizza Hut, remind this is Pizza Hut, not Papa John's. But hey, Pizza Hut, here's an idea: take every green of the meat lovers' pizza, excluding the dough, and put it in a bowl. Sell it for six ninety nine. I gladly buy. It, give option to add pop, uh, meat balls as well. So I read this fucking article, right? <laughs> it's it says, fucking yeah. I'm, at I'm the furious because it's like you scroll down a bit. Yeah, you mean the, they giving you what you want? No, that's not the point. Here's <laughs> it. Here it is. <laughs> they directly add. They saw it, and they're like, "Yeah." Well, I can just fucking um, 
No, is I'm not. So, see, look, look. Wait, I'm gonna finish the fucking story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the article, it says the puffer bowl comes with three variant varieties: the the garden vegetable, which is the vegetable pizza, yeah. chicken alfredo, and Italian meats trio, which is the fucking meat lovers at Pizza Hut. Yeah, they are available to the company's loyal members this week, and will roll out nat- nationality next. They will yeah. roll out for the members this week, but. I guess next week gonna be for everyone. Right. For seven ninety nine. Yeah. They got me from a dollar, they they're a dollar higher than mine. <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I think it's the most enthusiastic. No, no, because it's cause it's like so, sorry, are you mad about the dollar or are you mad about the idea? As quoted from Soldier Boy. Yeah. They stole my whole fucking flow. <laughs> word from word, bar to bar. <laughs> I knew, I know you were on the car ride over here. Come on. Like, you were like, I'm going to lay it on. Are you today. serious? <laughs> they got me by a year. And it's a dollar higher than what exactly what I said. That's what I mean when you say it. It can transition to what we're talking about this week. Yeah, that's so far. But, wait, wait, but, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> Stop it. Let him speak. Let okay, me speak. Okay, Let the fine. man speak. Fine, fine, fine. God, a black man can't speak in America? Jesus. God, the go white ahead. man. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> As I was saying... Uh, that's what it says like you that's one thing you gotta like wouldn't it be fucking weird like they saw my tweet yeah a pizza guy from any of these companies none of these companies do this idea until i brought this fucking idea into the world turn him down (laughs) no no one has this idea no one thought about doing that till i tweeted that oh a year later papa john's want to do it now yeah (laughs) and a dollar higher literally a dollar higher than you gotta come in for inflation yeah yeah you got to accommodate mm-hmm. for inflation. So it could have been like six ninety nine last year. Could have been six ninety nine last year. That's yeah. some fucking shit. <laughs> so, so you directly, you think you directly? Yeah, I honestly, so you did think for someone, that. someone, look, look like, at me, yo, look at me. No one had this idea prior. <laughs> look at me, <laughs> look at me. But. My, my father worked at the Pizza John. <laughs> 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 my father what was Papa John? <laughs> Does Shaq own Papa John's? Who? Shaq. He's just like a. Part-time CEO or something. They had to bring in someone after. Oh, yeah, black talking guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hill up yeah pretty much. So Papa John got the meat sweats and dropped the N word. <sighs> oh, that was meat sweats. Yeah. Maybe he ate too much pizza. Maybe he, just yeah. Dude, he ate forty grease. He ate forty pies or he something like that. Yeah. That was like the idea. He ate forty pies over the course of a month <laughs> like, or like <laughs> two weeks because it was like all he ate. <laughs> I remember that was Tay's favorite fucking meat. <laughs> yeah, <it's so laughs> bro, Tay was dying laughing. It wasn't that sweaty ass. It wasn't sweat. It was grease. Pizza grease. <laughs> what you had to say? He had too many. Uh, take them glasses. We can't both be wearing glasses. We just I, I happened. Came out meant to take them off, but I forgot. So it might. No, be both like, of you take off your glasses. How would you get some glasses? Actually, no. Glass up. I don't want to look like a fucking <laughs> glass. <laughs> up. You should get a Doc Ock glasses. It'll fit you. Doc Ock. Glasses. Yeah, you also Ock. remind me for the some reason. Ones? You always remind me of Alfred Molina. I don't know why. Alfred Molina. Oh yeah, yeah. that's cool. I'll Who's take that. Alfred Molina. Doctor Ock. He's the actor. Using uh, using species. Brian reminds you of him. I don't know why he always does. We have a similar personality. I no, guess. you don't. No, uh, don't. <laughs> stop making stuff. I don't. Well, he's probably Hispanic. Anyway, let's point. get to the <laughs> meat and potato. So, all right. So, you I love that that got you so fired up. By the way, yeah, yeah that's, that's hilarious. hilarious. So funny. Energy this morning. Yeah. Good. Keep that energy for every 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 show, please. No. <laughs> that's just rare. That's a it's, 99 special. You only, yeah. The 99, the 99 special. special. Uh, that's 6.99. <laughs> uh, it's food. It's, Tate always gets fired up by food. This yeah. is true. Oh, this is true. You do get very passionate about food. food. I have noticed that. Well, I'm getting stuck over here. So, yeah. my co worker, he writes books. Javon Jones. You look at my Amazon, he writes books. Nice. Um, we were talking about, like, you know, 
how he has issues with publishing and distribution with these fucking companies. Yeah. Some of them, mm-hmm. like, he told me a story. I might be fucking it up right now, but he, they wanted to get, they wanted his story or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was, but they're going to pay him $100. Yeah, his manuscript. Yeah. And over time, they, they kept changing it to like 50 because something happened. Yeah. Then eventually he didn't get paid for it. That, yeah. No, that yeah. shit happens all the time. Then he's talking about, you know, writing ideas. Um, he wants to do his own thing instead of like he he has his he he wants to uh, he doesn't want to he doesn't want to deal with that shit anymore right because it's, it's too many bullshitters yeah. with content or his content as a, as a general then it made me gave me an idea it was like you know I kind of relate to him in terms of like content creation because you say you know he writes all these stories and you know to him they're good yeah and he puts so much work into them a lot of effort energy time. All that. And I told him, like, you know, that's the same thing with YouTube. Like, we put all this effort into, like, editing and promoting and all that stuff. Right. No one sees it. <laughs> and it's kind of discouraging at times. Or I told him, like, I used to be like, they kind of did some encouraging. Yeah. And to him, like, he's like, he's, he's, he just wants someone to read his story. Um, But I also told him, like, you know, I, he, he, I, because, like, social media I always say, like, you know, we do these articles, not articles, but we post these videos, links. Yeah. And Twitter has this new system, or Instagram as well, like, you can check who sees the fucking link. Oh, yeah. Um, and so people do see these links I tweet every day or when I post a podcast. Right. And it'd be, like, 500 views. Mm-hmm. No clicks. No clicks. It's yeah. infuriating. So that made me yeah. think, like, you know what? Let's <laughs> talk about, like, not just the bad thing of content creation, but also the good things of content creation. Like, what's it's like to do? Content creation in general. So, how do you guys feel about content creation overall? This is a, I don't know, this is like, um, you want to ask me that right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this it, comes at a great time for Kraken. Okay, I put it in perspective. So, I've yeah. been doing YouTube since 2013, I think. Me too. I've been doing it since 20, 2011. But it wasn't a way we were doing it. I've been it. doing it since uh, 2010. Really? No, I just want to keep going. <laughs> just down. Like, you know, I remember the days when YouTube had like their own backgrounds. You can put like own templates and shit on YouTube, yeah. comment section on YouTube, friends on YouTube, yeah, messaging all that shit. So I was during those times, and I used to. In terms of content creation, I used to mean like still Dragon Ball Z videos and upload them. <laughs> <laughs> my, my oldest channel before it got deleted. Uh, I hate the fucking name of it. Yeah, uh, Naruto Hiroshima XD. Naruto? Hiroshin or something. Yeah, Hiroshin but that was day. like, yeah. that was like I had 14,000 plus subs. God damn. Thanks to Better Gods fight scenes. Yeah. I was leaked the shit out of that movie. That's fucking fun. But it got copyrighted. But um, <laughs> then after that, I used to do like with uh, Solo and them on YouTube, uh, Savage Five. Oh, I forgot about that. Then now we're doing, and I also did like. What pers- is Savage Five? You know, what we're doing now. Just commentary. Just more commentary and yeah, stuff like that, watch, yeah. You used to watch, like, E3 shit and all that stuff. She used to be on YouTube. Okay. Um, then I also did my own YouTube shit later on, like, just doing game reviews. Uh, this was 2020. Yeah, so you've always been involved in and some form of content YouTube. creation. Was, yeah. yeah, content creation. But I never took it seriously enough until 2020 for myself and clearly us. Right. Then we transitioned to us and how we're essentially are content creators now. Yeah. Um, we're just not... That's known as some others out there, but the effort we're putting to is what content creations do. Right. So, I, I'm pretty sure we all had this moment where, you know, like, we make this stuff. Like, I do, like, PS Insight, or for me, my better example would be game reviews. I like making game reviews. Mm-hmm. I like editing them. I like talking 
make, make everything about it, I like doing game reviews. Just the whole process. The process. Is it's fun. fun. It's yeah. very fun. And you put your 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 heart and soul into it too. Yeah. Then when you upload it, it's like, oh, two people want to watch this. I there was somehow with that because I, I run into I've been doing YouTube since 2011, and I started doing Let's Play channels like right when Game Grumps was popular and like Markiplier, and that's like my first YouTube my first YouTube channel is Brown Brownie. All the videos are still there if you want to go check it out. It's you're gonna cringe. It's awful. Um, but then we did press it to play, and I had the same thought. It was me and a couple of like just a rotating like guest show of like all of my friends and we used to play like retro gaming like GameCube didn't and Nintendo 64. Didn't we record an episode? We did record that, an that episode. That never came out. Never came out because we lost we just had the audio. This is when you went to his house, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> we we set up like a big table. I remember this. Yeah. <laughs> like played Resident Evil 7 but we lost the audio. <laughs> your whole room, living room was like torn apart because yeah. your parents out of town and then we were like sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> playing Resident Evil 7. It was fucking great. Um, but I've been doing that to some degree and like my experience at some point it was that like you would upload it and like five people would see it and then you spend like all of, all of the time like getting a logo together and like putting all this shit together and like trying to figure out what the fuck how people are gonna see this and I, at some point in 2021 when we were doing the show I like realized that like the way that I can healthily make content is if I acknowledge the fact that I'm gonna spend 20 hours working on this piece of content and then I'm just going to throw it over a cliff and never see it again. Like that's, that's how I got comfortable with making stuff, you know, like yeah. someone's going to find it at the other side of that void and someone's going to like it and watch it, but I can like attach myself to it. Cause I know that like, I'm just going to be disappointed if I do that. Yeah. I, I'm better now with it in terms of like how that things mentally wise, like, you know, like I used to be like, I think it was Twitch. Twitch is a good example for me. Like I, don't tolerate Twitch. I, I can't do it. That's so, so interesting to me. Because you, like, you had viewership. I didn't it. see it. You guys said it last week. You I had like viewers. 10. Every time that. you streamed, you had like eight people coming yeah. up to you. So I, I mentioned to to my coworker like, that I used to do Twitch. And, you know, like, that's one of the few things where I realized, like, this isn't for me. Like, I tried. I wouldn't say you did Twitch. I did Twitch. I'd say you you tried it out for a week. No, not at all. I tried no, for a good few months. Tay, Tay was on for a, for a couple months. Yeah, a couple months. I used to catch you just tune in to my shit. No, I used to do Twitch. No, Crockett, you were a FNAF streamer for a goddamn week. week. I, was, I love talking about this. Yeah. this you're a FNAF streamer so for a funny. week. You know who's doing Twitch out of the three of us? Me. Yeah, you're doing Twitch. I've been streaming pretty consistently for two and a half months now. But I got like dick. Twitter followers. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ghost, um, I think Juan is his real name. Um, you guys seen him before probably. Probably. Good guy, but he, he's a Twitch streamer. He takes his shit seriously. Yeah. Um, he's not big as like Markiplier or nothing, but he has enough. He can make income from it and all yeah. that shit. That's so like, I wish I, I, I can't do that. And I, I honestly, I don't think I have the patience to do that because it's like the terms of consecration is like you know we what we what we talk about is like video games, movies. Yeah. Fucking everyone does that, right? Yeah, but pretty I think easy. that huh, pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. but it's like what's hard about it because everyone does it. I think I'm not sure. It's hard for me to understand. Is it the host or the content itself that's good? Right, it's hard to stand the, the screen is the different yeah. than someone else. Because it's like, look at someone named Spawn Wave. He talks about games, so he talked about PlayStation this week. Okay, sure. And it's also like me talk about PlayStation this week. Why? Mm -hmm. Not because he has more followers, but why is he more inclined? Why is people more inclined to go to him than me? Am I boring, or is he interesting? Or I, that is some dangerous territory to fall into when when you're doing content creation. That comparison with other content creators. I used to, I mean, that happens to all of us. Like, we make something. Like, what yeah. if Markiplier 
get a million subscribers. See, I got to count on it because I think I always say this. If yeah. we went travel back in time and we did the exact same thing we're doing now. Ten years ago? We'd be Markiplier level right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'm so fucking for so with him and PewDiePie, they the only reason they're big because they did it back then. Mm-hmm. They were they're, well, they're ahead of the time. There's two things there. They did it back then, and then they were able to adapt as they went along. As Some went people along. pop off because they were ahead of the curve, but then they can't stay above the water, and then they burn out. Kind of like um, if you look at Rooster Teeth now, yeah, or like or, Rooster Teeth exploded because they were so ahead of doing the machinima stuff. Or C Nanners and C Nanners, he just came back, came back, no, I'm he stopped back. and just came back. But this, yeah. but the stuff like that doesn't. If you don't constantly know how to adapt to like what's new and everything, you're you won't last for you. May, maybe if you explode like that and you make a huge thing, it's there's a lot of 15, 10 years big max. channels back then that was big like. Markiplier level, but it is dead now. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, there's there's an interesting thing that happens. It's, it's what Crockett said, and we're like, they kind of have to adapt with what's going on in the YouTube space, like the way that the algorithm changed, the way that the thumbnail presentation has changed, all of that. You, you do have to adapt to that. But there is also something that happens when you're like PewDiePie, like when you pioneered an entire genre of videos on YouTube, it takes less for you to adapt because people are going to come look for you for that specific type of content. And you've already got such a massive base that it's really hard for you to lose enough traction that you're suddenly not making money off of YouTube. When you're PewDiePie, when you're Markiplier level. Markiplier happened to be one of those content creators that like started off doing Let's Play content and like found a really good niche doing like live action content. Yeah, live action. And he adapted really well. Markiplier, I don't think he's on, I don't know, I don't think he's on Twitch. He just uses Crazy Live He just uses YouTube and like plays and Let's Plays. But Markiplier is one of those YouTubers that adapted extremely well, but also never lost the core Thing that made a Markiplier in the first place. He's not toxic either. He's a genuine. He's guy. just a genuinely <laughs> sweet yeah, Korean yeah. dude. Um, and so, like, it is. You do have to adapt to content creation, and you do have. But also, the the fact of like the fact that we're entering the market now is probably the biggest obstacle because yeah. it's so saturated. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's hard to like, stand out. It's overly saturated. Yeah, I say this all the time. It's like you start off at the bottom to to see a content, and you. It's very hard to kind of float your way up yeah. to the top of it. Well, also I did because it's like I remember when I was, um, I think I was doing the process of bringing Junkie Show back, but I was doing my YouTube channel, the 2020 taping and stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I was like, I was kind of salty in yeah. a minute because it was like, you know, I'm making content, but, you know, YouTube has this way, it's algorithm. It, it, I, I swear, I could be fucking wrong. You can fucking... Fact check me, but YouTube doesn't treat the small content creators well at all. None of those platforms do. No, it doesn't. None like, of the big platforms do. When you click on YouTube, the first thing you see was either you know Markiplier, mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon, or any other fucking people. Will Smith. Will Smith. Like, um, you know, like and like I, I so I made like a funny video. Yeah. To uh, both make fun of YouTube algorithm. Mm-hmm. And to trick his algorithm, right? So I made a YouTube video. It was on my channel. I'm not sure if it's live or not, but say how to get more something like how to get better YouTuber or whatever, all that yeah. generic shit. And I uploaded on Reddit. So that Reddit comment from two years ago is still getting comments and likes. That's so funny. And this is probably my most like viewed YouTube channel. What was the video? It's a clickbait. Yeah, I essentially made a clickbait video. It says how to get popular. I can't remember how to get a lot of views or some shit on YouTube, and just cuts to my uh, outro. <laughs> I just want to see if YouTube gonna. Uh, respond to that act to that title, right? That clickbait title, 
or or people are clicking to that. And it, it gave me views, but it's like it's clickbait too. Yeah. So it's bullshit. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they yeah. they have a lot of um, anti clickbait stuff now. No, they don't. They don't have anti clickbait stuff. Anti clickbait videos. Uh, and to click, th- this is the a really interesting part about content creation. YouTube doesn't have a lot of systems to prevent clickbait. Clickbait videos are just so frowned upon that they or sexy women thumbnails. Yeah, and they 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 did they added watch time to like combat clickbait and stuff like that. But the thing that stops clickbait is that your audience feels cheated, right? <laughs> mm. Yeah. So and they just stop coming around. Like if you clickbait one too many times, well, they, the audience stops going around. No, I mean like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like if someone clickbaits onto, if someone gets clickbaited into a video now, um, they're less likely to recommend that video to someone. Because of watch times. Yeah, yeah. If it has bad watch times, then it won't, it's, uh, the system is less likely to. Yeah, but that happens promote. to videos that aren't even, because people have such a short attention span nowadays. That's why, like, YouTube shorts content creators are, like, kind of thriving. Yeah, I hate the short Or we're kind of thriving. Um, because, like, people have short attention spans, and then you put a 30 second video up, it's more likely to get recommended so, because people finish it, that kind of thing. So it's a lot about playing the algorithm. But the true reason why like clickbaiting videos do poorly is because people just stopped clicking them. Like we can recognize clickbait now from like just looking at it. From you clicking on timestamp too. Yeah, and you can yeah. look at, you can recognize clickbait from looking at it, and people like naturally don't click. You on You also get a preview of the video too. Yeah, and it's, it's oh, a, that's right. YouTube does that stupid shit now, <laughs> which yeah. we all know where they got that from. What Pornhub? Yeah, <laughs> Pornhub had that. Yeah, yeah. And Every it, single feature that YouTube incorporated, I think, in the last like. Two years of light quality of life came from porn. No jokes aside, though, I've been saying this for a while now. Pornhub's a better way for treating is uh, content creators way better than YouTube's. The how do you know that? Look at it. <laughs> Later articles on how they be treated really well over there and how they do the content. Yeah, and YouTube. And they, YouTube. At, YouTube always been a problem from big YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Every fucking like six months or something is either Markiplier or Angry Joe talking about fucking YouTube and how they shitty their yeah. fucking system is. Like why I'm getting copyright claims for this bullshit when it's, it's nothing to deal with? Or yeah, some people's like channel get shut guns. down for some nonsense. Like there was some guy I forgot who it was. That penguins guy made a video. Penguins, yo, Charlie. He made a video of someone else. How they channel was getting. It was the Act Man and uh, Quantum TV. Some recently, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that shit. Like, where they weaponized the copyright system, yeah, and that's always happened. All that's that's always happened on YouTube since the copyright system. Or like Nintendo's and tours with YouTubers. Like Nintendo's is fucking petty when it comes to content creation. <laughs> Nintendo doesn't want you to. It was a time when Nintendo didn't want you to make profit from playing their games. Yeah, yeah. and it was a big controversial thing, and people had to defend them against that. So like YouTube is a. It's in. It's it's. it's in its infancy, it's still trying to figure out. No, it's not. It, it, here's, it's established. It's not. Already. It's not in its infancy. It's not still trying to figure itself out. It's catering to advertisers. Yeah. When YouTube first started out, and this is why people like Markiplier and PewDiePie got really big, because they were just able to make the content that they want and get popular off of that content. But now YouTube is catering to advertisers. It started in 2010 when Google yeah. brought them. And so, yeah, yeah. That, that's really it. And yeah. so when now when you're catering to, like, the advertisers on a platform, now you have to be really careful about what you're allowing on your platform. Mm-hmm. Because one bad video or one bad controversy and, like, all of your advertising revenue goes out the window. Yeah. And so, so now, you know, what are the safest options? Like, the people that pay the money, like The Tonight Show. They're going to pay a lot of money to be featured on the YouTube homepage or they're going to, like, provide advertising. 
or Coca-Cola or Pepsi or all of these people. So now the the environment has changed from being focused on the content creators and more on how do we get advertisement and keep people on the platform. Yeah. So now the people that are really good at reading the algorithm and really good at making content that makes you stay on the platform, whether you like to or not, are the people that get featured. And mm. so, so, so that's why we see... A lot of channels like the weird Elsa situation, Elsa and Spider-Man situation that happened yeah. a couple of years ago. That's why YouTube what kids was that, Agegate, right? Uh, it was, they call it Elsa Gate. Yeah, so. it, it was it, two things kids loved the most, Spider-Man and Elsa. And it just yeah. Well, they were just, ge- well, they were using the names yeah. to generate it. Right, and they, they had those people in costumes in those videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was like, wasn't there some kind of like... Uh, well, they were like ex- weirdly sexually exploiting explicit. Exploiting kids, yeah. And, and like exploiting kids because yeah. like parents were like... Throw it up. No, that'd be good. Who who's behind that? It was just a it was a Chinese uh, content farm, but it's like or some some Eastern content. But who was like the actors in it? Just people. Just people. I'd like like to get them on the podcast. That'd be a very (laughs) interesting conversation. That would be interesting. That would be yeah. Just be like, what was? Should be able to hunt them down. Has anyone ever had them on a? I'm sure that somewhere, some that'd be yeah, somehow somewhere. But a lot of the the problem with this is a lot of those people are like very small time actors. Yeah, they get paid two hundred dollars for the day and then they (laughs) just play. They fucking farm it out, yeah. and they just play it, and they make 600 of these videos. So bringing up partnerships and sponsors and shit. So I remember the days when YouTube partnership was a big deal. Like, I'm partnered with, uh, what is it? Machinima. Uh, Machinima. So I was doing shit like that. I didn't yeah. make much, but I got a partnership. We had, yeah, I had a I had a, a contract with uh, Machinima as well. Yeah, you used to get, like, checks, like, monthly or whatever. Yeah. Um, I didn't get nothing to check. I just made nah, it to change. But I was still part of that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you notice that YouTube gotten significantly worse. This is why people are saying subscribe to my Patreon now and all this shit now. Because YouTube payments, I don't know what happened, but it's not as good as it used it's to like be. It's like the ad revenues. The, the ad, ad revenue revenue. got worse yeah. over time. So they decided to say, like, you want more content, subscribe to my Patreon or yeah. donation. But it's also a lot of the times what happens is that people that are half patrons, like this happens a lot in the community of videos that I watch because it's true crime mm-hmm. and so like it gets demonetized and youtube won't give you money for those videos because the content is sensitive so advertisers are not going to put content they don't want to put advertisers content in those videos so they get demonetized and and that's why you get a lot of demonetization videos that's why you can't say certain things within like 30 seconds of video what happened really is like we saw a shift of youtube being like independent media creation yeah so being a sort of media conglomerate. Yeah. Um, it's essentially cable. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far as it being cable, but it, it's well, got the same attitude as advertisers. A cable. weird, <clears throat> it, yeah, but it's slowly evolving into, it's this weird gl- like glob of yeah. like, if you because right now cable's dead. No, it's not. It's, yeah, 100%. It's not you know, it's 100% it's dead. Crockett. People say it's like five years I've ago. Been ta- <laughs> Dude, yeah. they're, I, look, I've been calling this for at yeah. least six years now about how cable was going to die out and then they're going to make so many streaming platforms because when i said this this was only when netflix and like netflix was the only thing on the internet it was netflix yeah, and youtube yeah i mean that it, was it it's evolved but to go as far as i say you can never call one of those big media things that i mean honestly we just talked about tsunami like two weeks ago and still yeah. kicking ass <laughs> so, yeah well that was cable. It, it is an audience for cable it's not big as it used to be i agree but it's still well, there making no but them. like look this is what i'm saying is like that like having a cable box is going out what's going to happen is a lot of these people a lot of these shows they're all going to their own streaming platforms and what's going to happen is they are going to just start bundling packaging together. So 
uh, like Disney owns ESPN and yeah. uh, Hulu right now. Mm-hmm. So they're already bundling Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN in package <laughs> deals. That's so weird. Yeah. Which is cable, <laughs> yeah. but on the internet. Andrew Tate. Dude, like uh, my dad's like 60 and he... Um, <clears throat> what like service a, does he have? Cause he, he doesn't have... Like he has... I think he got rid of his cable box and he was like, I just watch YouTube. Because Spectrum gives you this... Apple TV box and it comes with all the apps. And I think my side. yeah, my brother yeah. has a yeah. yeah. So that's how they that's how TV still being. So it, it's yeah. like yeah, this weird pseudo but uh, internet not, well, cable thing. The yeah. thing that's happening and, and this is I I. But wait 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 wait. Yeah. Before, what I'm saying though is YouTube is the new cable is because if you look at these content creators, dude, they're high, they're high production. I mean, they're they're basically like high production TV. There's ads involved. Now it's like this weird pseudo cable thing where they're get like there's producers from television coming into YouTube, yeah. finding these creators because there's so much different content and it's very direct to yeah. exactly what someone wants. And it's in bite-sized forms. There's different ways that they don't have to really be binded like cable is into like commercial ads and stuff like that. So now it's yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I agree to an extent. I agree to an extent. Bit, I yeah. there there's something like the TV environment. What's happening is that the the mainstream media, which I want to say, I keep saying mainstream. YouTube is mainstream media. Yeah, mainstream. Media. But old media, let's call it old media. Yeah, is finding a way to capitalize on the new media, which is like internet content creation. And that's when we got a lot of that situation where like, oh, let's pull this content creator. We'll give them $2 million. We can use their name and branding and put them in a TV show for six months. And then that content creator walks away with $2 million. And then the show inevitably just gets Yeah, that YouTube TV stuff is like (laughs) completely soulless and does not fucking. People use it for sports. Um, yeah. Sports is about the only yeah. thing that it's good for. Yeah. But like, what what's happening is it's not that cable is dying. It's not that. It's that we are seeing big corporations try to capitalize on what made early content creators really great and independent. And so by doing that, they're doing a sterilized version of that content creation. And those are the people that find a lot of success on the platform. You know, people that are very safe, very sterile content creators. Like Charlie would never uh, get Penguin Zio would never get a YouTube red show or like a YouTube premium show. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, it never no one, but that. no one but even <laughs> if he did, no one would watch it because it'd be like no, neutered it, and soilless. But yeah, that's yeah. the thing though. So I was telling my coworker, like, you know, how YouTube and I'm talking about Twitch here too, but mm-hmm. YouTube is uh, also relevant to it. It's like I tell him like, you know, as someone who likes to review games, um I love playing old games. Mm-hmm. And I love to review old games. But I know for a fact that game's not gonna get any views. But that's something I enjoy. Yeah. But then you have something like you know, Fortnite or uh, some or or some any popular game at the time, Fall Guys. Mm-hmm. I don't like those games. Right. But for me to get views in a way, those games will offer me views. But at the same time, I'm not having fun. Yeah. So that's the hard part about YouTube. You got to stay relevant and part. Yeah. Of well, the that's trend. a that's a choice that you have to make as a content creator. It's like, do I do? But the is it thing though, that I? It is a choice. I don't I don't like doing that. I'm not having a good time here. But here, here's a choice that, that a lot of content creators face. Do I do the thing that I don't like as much strategically and get those views and get those stats coming in my way to encourage growth and then sprinkle that in with the stuff that I actually love doing? Mm-hmm. And so that's the strategy that a lot of people go, go, go through. It's like, we'll do this type of content because I know that this type of content gets views. 
and we'll plan it out. We'll do that for a year, and then we'll sprinkle in this other type of content, and then eventually we'll switch over to the other type of content once we're making at once we're making revenue. Yeah, um, it's like why everyone plays like I'm going to take God of War example. It's not to diss God of War or anything, but like some of those people probably don't like God of War when it comes out, but they'll stream it because it's going to get views. Yeah, or yeah. like their audience wants to see them play that. Yeah, even though that they might not like God of War, and they just want to play. I, I don't understand value. the mentality though. Well, it's the, like this is this is because it's money. I mean, it's, I, yeah, it's I, that's their job. I know, I get that, but it's like, and they want to get the views. And, what he told me is like, you know, what you your creation is yours. Mm-hmm. That's all about you. Yeah, I think in early days of YouTube, that's what the case was, but no. I don't think it really is. See, anymore. that's 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 not the fun part about it, though. It's, it's not fun. See, it, I think uh, that I think that this is where I get really passionate about this because this conversation easily gets shrouded with like an abundance of cynicism, right? Like suddenly it's about like, oh yeah, but they're not playing the video games that they actually like, and they're doing this for to get the views or whatever. And, like, there is an element of that that always happens, but we have to be really careful to not slip into the cynicism of, like, the only reason that they're successful or the only reason that they do this is because they're getting the views or they're getting the money. That's not true. They are making strategic decisions to get eyes in front of their content. And they may not always, like, truly love the game, but a lot of the times they're honest about the fact that they don't truly love the game. They play the game for like one or three videos. And I was like, you know what? This is for me. I don't love it. Yeah. We'll finish it off, but I hate this. Um, so like we have to be really careful as like content creators because what happens is that you see that. You see someone play God of War and you seem like they're not really enjoying the game and they're not really liking it. You get shrouded with the cynicism. You stop believing in the ecosystem. You stop believing in the process of creation because you feel like you're never going to be successful unless you engage with the same level of cynicism that you're looking at that content creator at right now. And you have to be extremely careful as a content creator to not fall into that trap because it'll make you bitter. You'll look at successful people, people that are coming on up and up right now, and you're obviously like, why is that not me? They must be doing some of this other like bullshit strategies that I don't want to do. And that's not that's not the case, like 90% of the time. Sure, there's some disingenuous people, but a lot of people are making a living streaming to 500 subs uh, on Twitch, and they make enough income to live. And a lot of people are making enough income to live with like 30K subscribers on their YouTube channel. And they're making the stuff that they want to make and are having fun doing it. We just don't see a lot of those people because the YouTube ecosystem keeps recommending us people like Markiplier and Linus Tech Tips and, and PewDiePie and, yeah. and like the, the big boys. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that like when you are watching other content creators, you have to be really careful to not be cynical about their success. Oh, no, I'm not cynical about um, their success. No, I, I know. I'm yeah. just kind of talking in general. Yeah, yeah like but anybody. if you look at it like <clears throat> someone on the very bottom trying to come up and trying mm-hmm. to just to get exposure, they're not probably – they will never grow if they just keep playing the same, like... Yeah, they'll never grow if they keep playing the same game, and that's yeah. when you need to evolve and adapt to the platform if you want to do content creation for something other than fun. I, th- I think the goal for most people is probably, like, do shit, 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 and then get up to the top and be like, okay, now I'm comfortable, and now I can start, you know, like, I don't need a... I'm fine here financially, and mm-hmm. then I can just keep doing the content that I, I want to do know they got here. Dashy XP. Yeah, yeah. I love this Dashy. motherfucker been playing Mario Kart 8 for like 20 years now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, 
dude. Uh, I respect the hustle. I don't know. I don't know if they should keep name dropping like that. No, it's fine. That's they're, fine. They're talking about. I know. Talking about him, but it's like he's still playing that exact same fucking game. Well, yeah. he, that what that is. <laughs> that's a built-in audience. He's found yeah. a. Exact... But isn't he tired? <laughs> that's and, and that's really the interesting part about content creation is that at some point you really do have to like. Because we are variety people by nature. Just by by virtue of the content that we do, we like to review games, we like to review movies. We're not looking at the same piece of media over and over and over again. We we switch it up quite a bit. So that strategy seems asinine to us. Because like, how can you look at the same thing for 10 years and not, get, not fucking want to blow your brains out? Yeah. I know people that exclusively stream Fall Guys. Exclusively stream Fall Guys, and they're making a fucking. Oh yeah, I do too. I don't fucking know. Um, I thought the game died in like a week, and it but it, <laughs> it blows my mind. But the thing is that we and 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 this is this is kind of an annoying thing to say because it sounds too optimistic. I think it it sounds like I hate cynicism. I hate me the, too. I hate the cynicism that is shrouded internet culture. And I hate the idea that like, oh, everything's a money grab. Everything's this. Everything's that. Everything's the other thing. It has no meaning. And it's like, no, these people are making their money, but they're trying to have fun doing this type of content. And does it come with some drawbacks? Yeah. Would you would you be able to ever do everything that you want to do? Probably not. You know, but a lot of these content creators that we're talking in the mid-level are making a living doing what they want. And they just have their audiences because they spend a lot of time building up that audience. True. And they have that audience. And I think that the, the, the thing that I just, because I keep hearing it, it's just like, oh, he's just popular because he started early. Or he's just, she's, uh, just, she's just popular because she's a girl. Or she's just popular because they have this built-in audience. That's and not to say, like, though, that that's not, like, in some cases, that some cases that is, like, what it is. But it's not for everybody. Yeah, I, I gen- yeah. agree. I genuinely believe, like, if we went back in time and did the exact same thing, we would be market player level. Oh, no, no. I, I totally we, agree with that. Yeah. But that's, that's, like, just where the market was, yeah, at, the time, was yeah. at the time that they started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, to engage in the cynicism of being, like, she's only popular because this reason. Or she's only popular because that reason. Or they're only popular because this reason. No, well, yeah. I mean, like you have to be entertaining to hold an audience attention. Yeah. I mean, well, and here's where I'm getting at. It's like at some point in time, you're you have to look at saying my content is garbage. Yeah. My content is not. That's standing, how I feel about sometimes. It's yeah. Not standing out. Hmm. What am I doing that it's not? But good? here's the thing, though. I want to counter argument though, because yeah. I don't really, I don't disagree with it completely though. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know, as I said earlier, we put our heart and soul into this content. Yeah. It is good content. You know it's good content. Yeah. Like for your videos, well, spoiler alert. Well, people see it now, but the video you're making now. Yeah. Like Quincy Anime Con. Yeah. You put your heart and soul into that video, yeah, right? Yeah, that, that would have been out. But actually- uh, it's, it's out by the time this Yeah. Morning. So guys, if you're watching this video right now, uh, we uploaded a- Is it a good video? It is. No, nah, it's a, it's average of us. No, see, you feel that way because you made it. <laughs> yeah. It's a good video. <laughs> yeah. Really but hate it. <laughs> the sad part is, if, I'm not speaking to existence, but what if- mm-hmm. it, with no one that sees that video, and no one won't, no one wants. But, but how do you, does does that make you like, God damn it, like? No, um, I think what this is a very interesting thing that I I learned, and this takes a long time to learn. So please listen to what I'm about to say. <laughs> um, like when I made AMVs, I uh, uploaded an AMV like five years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like my favorite AMV that I ever made, and. It, I think it had got like 200 views or something, which is great for me because yeah. I, I was like, I'd, I had like a, like 50 views was like the max. Right. So 200 views, I was like, wow, that's that's crazy. 
and I forgot about it. I made a couple more AMVs, some ones that I'm like, yeah, this is okay, but not as good as this one. And then I, I saw making AMVs, and then I, you know, periodically I would get a comment or something on it uh, every couple of years. And then one day I just went back and checked it out, and it was like at 23,000 views yeah. or something like that. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, <laughs> why did this blow up? Like, that's like, YouTube, man. Yeah, it's and it may not be viewed now, but in the future, it could someone just might pick it up. The algorithms, if something changed, something in the media uh, made a keyword um, popular, yeah. and then that keyword was somewhere in your video, and now your video is trending. A lot of it is yeah. luck. A lot of it is like a lot. It of, is a lot luck. of it is luck. Because I'm about to mention, because you know, one day, I swear to God, it was mm -hmm. one fucking morning. I made a Fast and Furious video, a joke. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fast and Furious, what is it? The barbecue scene? The bar uh, barbecue yeah. scene compilation. Yeah. I, I don't know why I had it joking in mind. I think it was either 4th of July coming up or I think so. something's coming. I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> made it. Threw it on YouTube. Tell me why this fucking video has like half a million views. It's got 680. Yeah, I, and it's like, I, that video wasn't serious. It was <laughs> a joke. I just like, here. Yeah. Just throw away video. And like, that video is like, what? Like a thousand times more views than ours. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like a real content or whatever. Yeah, six hundred thousand yeah. times more views <laughs> than ours. It hit hit a sweet spot. Yeah, it hit a sweet spot, but it's like, and I uh, make chicken video. <laughs> like it's it, it's really funny. funny. That was the first time that like <laughs> six thousand views. Um, should we talk about that? Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong, with it. but yeah. it's like it's reaction. No, I don't mean, like, go into detail with it, but it's like it's yeah. it's all reactionary content. Yeah. And it gives you more. Well, views. that's a whole other topic. Content. No, Re I'm talking about content creation in general. Like, all of this is in conversation right now. Yeah, content yeah. creation really does benefit from reactionary content yeah. because people are people don't. We're in an environment where, like, if you hear about something, your first inclination is to Google it. Yeah, and like you'll find whatever that fucking piece of content was. Like, if a game comes out, IGN has reviewed the game before they even fucking finish the thing. Um, because I was like, oh, we need to be the first one that publishes this review. Well, that's why things. that's with like game reviews in particular, like why it's so important to yeah. get early access to stuff because then you, on the day of the release of that game or like the day before the release, you want to have a, you want to have a review, review up. up but already. that happens with all types of content creation, you know, it happens with, happens with any kind of review content, but people that are reactors, they have to find sort of things that are really, that's why Andrew Tate is getting so much fucking uh, mileage out Damn, of YouTube right now. Fucking guy he is, honestly. Uh, he is the worst kind of, we won't talk about him, he is yeah. the worst kind of fucking human being to the worst exist. Kind of, the best kind of alpha male though, Brian, come on now. That's, the best kind of alpha male this is the worst kind of, of human being. <laughs> Nowhere, I keep saying people fucking yeah, he, was a, he was a kickboxer and then developed an online course with an MLM funnel that's like, uh, join this and I'll teach you how to be a man and it'll teach you how to hate women. Hey, there was a, Sick I think, it's like an alpha male bullshit. He used uh, like TikTok to like this weird like. He's an algorithm machine. Well, you know what it is. Sometimes I think that like a lot of these dudes blow yeah. up because bigger streamers want to react to their shit content, and then it gives them a platform. Mm, dis disagree with that. No, that ha <laughs> that one hundred percent happens. No, 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 no. I think that he's trying to say it's like they they. They're a joke, and then yeah. someone uh, finds it fucking hilarious. No, it's like kind of like Andrew Tate specifically. Tate, I see where you're going yeah. from, but. 
there's so much more going behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Of that. Andrew <laughs> Tate started showing up on people's face because he offers an MLM course that says if you upload my video and you get someone to sign up to this channel, you get 10% off of the yeah. membership fee. Yeah. I, I, so I you have that. a shit ton of people that are drawing traffic for Andrew Tate. And then he starts coming and they choose inflammatory clips on TikTok. And they go like, do you get a video of him saying this? Just like, yeah, woman or property, go fuck yeah. yourself. And then someone goes and goes like, hey, what the fuck's up with that guy? What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> like, it's like, but you wouldn't have gotten to that point if it wasn't for like the hundred thousand dollars that he put into marketing what, in the first can, place. Oh, <laughs> speaking of Andrew Tate, I want to. I've been wanting. I want to make this a TikTok, but I would love to talk to because we're talking about content creation. Mm-hmm. Um, there was that dude. There's been this super weird trend mm-hmm. where these um certain podcasts will bring on like the no jumper podcast brought on those two girls and uh the, just like the worst type of human beings like this yeah. the worst degenerate Dude, like girls, girls men or, no it's or, the girls they're like there's like gangbang party girls or something this like what the, the fuck are you talking about i like black City girls for a second. so you guys you guys never heard this right no like these what podcasts what they're doing i'm starting to notice there's a trend now what they're doing is they're bringing on these girls that do like these escort girls yeah. that just have those vile stories possible yeah. and they're using them they'll bring them onto the podcast and they use them to get like a like a like a 30 second clip to mm-hmm. p- post on tiktok and it just blows up because it's just like this zero morals yeah. and then um but now i notice that they're just like these girls they're picking them up and put them onto different podcasts yeah. and they're just using them for, for those 30 years. second clips those yeah. 30 second bites okay. it's just like how news d- does like bites yeah. so and i also want to note that you know podcasts i don't know why i mentioned this plenty of times on twitter and maybe they show us how podcast culture has changed a bit to the point where it's it's clip based no it's it's negative viewed now in terms of like 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 him hey come joe rogan yeah. kevin samuels andrew tate they they have this audience where like I mentioned this podcast, I podcast to this girl at my uh, job. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, mm-hmm. I do podcasts. Her first thought was, "Are we like Kevin Samuels? Like what? I don't know. I've never heard yeah. of this. Kevin guy. Samuels is like a. It's he's like a preacher type of guy, right? Some black guy. He died, he passed away. Yeah. And he, oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's very. He's like a, a more in a similar vein as Andrew Tate. They're misogynists. They're yeah. People that that put all of the inflammatory but, statements. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's like women hate him. Yeah. yeah. But I also notice that women in general just fucking hate men having a podcast because I don't know what, what happened here or... Here, and, and I have some really good insight into that. Uh, what happened is that a lot of the culture around podcasting started getting co-opted by people with white nationalist views. <laughs> it started getting co-opted by people that hate women. It started co-opted by people that hate minorities. Yeah. And this is, it sounds hilarious because it's crazy, but it, 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 these people found a platform and they found a way to get that content into the people that share their views or indoctrinate people that are like just about to share those views. And so like now podcast has become a vehicle for getting people indoctrinated into what you're saying. So, and a lot, let's be honest, a lot of like podcasts with, and it's, it, 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 I blame comedians, really. A lot of comedians get into a podcast, they say a couple of edgy jokes, yada, yada, yada. They offend a lot of people and they go like, ah, who cares, PC culture, go fuck yourself. You don't have to be politically correct. This is a podcast, whatever. And so those are the people that give podcasting a bad name because they say inflammatory shit and then they are a pipeline into white nationalist, misogynistic, 
um, sort of fascist fascist views. And it sounds silly. It's like saying like Andrew Tate can influence 600 people into like beating the shit out of their partner. It's so fucking odd, but yeah. But they can. Uh, yeah. They can. And, and isn't that like... I, but I think I think a lot of this stuff is like um, manufactured. But I think not. a lot. <laughs> no, no. Seriously though, like, dude, the, out of the sea of podcasts, there's because there's a billion podcasts. There's too many podcasts, honestly. But out of the sea of them, why do these things pop off? Is because they go on there. They know if they say something ridiculous, it's going to. Well, get, yeah, I know that, but because like, no. you think. You know, and I don't know Andrew Tate or anything like that, but like, you know, there's probably some other podcasts out there too. But they obviously know that if I say, like, I'm, <laughs> I don't want to say something because Tay's going to clip it and then use me yeah. as what? a fucking bait. What but, you about? Um, <laughs> if I say, like, I, like I'm not going to say it. Say it. But if yeah. I say something to start, like, something bad about women. Mm hmm. You um, heard of folks, Jordan? Hates. <laughs> <laughs> I know this. Uh, Isaac, Isaac's waiting for me to fucking slip up one day. Uh, no, but if I like, you know, it's just just go on there and say just stupid shit. Yeah. Well, did you say something inflammatory? Yeah, it's, it's and gonna then get it's, views somewhere. Well, and that's what I was talking about. The they they're bringing on these gangbang girls because because they, they <laughs> don't have use the term gangbang. You mean girls. like what, sh- a hooker stripper? No, they're like sh- well, they're like escorts. They're sex workers. Sex, sex workers. workers. Yeah, yeah, they're sex workers. But they they <laughs> they girl. use they use them, <laughs> so they don't want to say stuff in indirectly. So they bring on these guests. Just to say vile stuff because people are going to obviously click yeah. on that. There is a, I know where you're coming from. There is a fundamental misunderstanding in the way that marketing and dollars influence everything that you're saying. All of those people that you're talking about have mm. the budget to throw $100,000 a year into marketing and get those videos in your eyes. No, so I that think they, use, they just use TikTok and no, then it blows up. No, I'm Crockett, Crockett. I am telling you. I mean, you guys could be both right at the same time. It's it's yeah. both. Some yeah. of it is organic. Some of it is really organic. But the reason why you're seeing those videos is because they put $100,000 into marketing that video so that it would show up on more people's stuff. The more it shows up on people's stuff, the more you're talking about it right now. Yeah, but it, they would have a promote, you know, sponsor thing underneath Not necessarily. It. Not necessarily. Because they just pay the people that are posting it. The people with the audiences already. You think so? They pay them. They hey, we'll give you seventy five thousand dollars if you post this six times a week. Yeah, they used to do that on Instagram. They, they was, do uh, that all meme, the time. There's so, meme pages. I don't know if that, yeah. that's even a thing anymore. But meme pages on Instagram used to make bank. You know, it's funny because they do a promotion. I literally yesterday I thought about. You remember our meme um, page? It was, it was a pancake. It was a pancake keyboard and then cloud wrapped. I'm trying to find like. our sign information. I couldn't find it. I saw that the other day. I literally I, thought about it yesterday. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, but no, like you know, back to what I said previously. You know, like podcast is like. Like it or not, like I really love enjoying this. It's a joke to people. Like you mentioned, like yeah, people yeah, like oh like, they have podcasts, and, and that's like, why it's so important to find your audience. Yeah, and and find like, your audience that likes like, your stuff. Damn, I like doing podcasting. You're making fun of it. It's like it's not what you mm. think it is. It's like we're just talking and and, and a conversation. It's so misunderstood. Yeah, it's very a lot misunderstood. Of time, it's very misunderstood because I know that we we say some shit that like some people are not going to find funny. Yeah. I get that, but it's not like every single podcast well, that you hear. This is what is, I mean. Is, like is this, like those big podcasts. That like the where they say something outlandish is at the top. That's what that's what because pe- that's what sells. Well, it's it, right there at the top, and that's yeah. why people have this misunderstanding about oh, podcasts are just you know that. a bunch of dudes sit around yeah. and talk about how much they hate women, and it, and it's this yeah. huge misunderstanding when it's like if you go on into like NPR, they're talking about fucking 
pain drawing or something. Yeah, NPR is actually a really good podcast. I try um, to listen to it. I was like, they're really good. They're just very silly. But but that's exactly my point. You know, it's like the, the, the it's both of those things are true. Like the top. 20% of podcasts, a lot of them are dudes sitting around talking shit about women. <laughs> and But those those things exist at the same time. And so, like, it's really important for us to find our audience and an audience that understands that we're not like that and understand podcasting and understand the piece of video content that we're doing so that we don't get misconstrued or added to those people. And that just kind of comes with the space. And that's, that's why I'm so anti-cynicism when it comes to content creation. That's why I'm so staunch on being, like, no, 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 no. It's not. Let's not oversimplify it. Let's let's see the five hundred million dollars that they put in marketing this year for that specific piece of content, and let's let's break that down. Yeah, it's very hard not to be bitter when you sit yeah. at the bottom. So like, let's <laughs> break it down then, because break it down. Kind of more today. into the negative aspect. Yeah, break it down. I also want to mention like the, no, the good aspect of being a content yeah. creator. So as content creators, we have our maybe weekly by weekly meetings or whatever. Yeah. Talk, we break down what we need to do. Yeah, what's, you know, so, we, we never talk about like, I never see content creators talk about, talk about you know, yeah, so cool I wanna, shit. I want to like, lead into I, that. So like, how, how is it being a content creator? Your personal opinion of it or how you feel about it, all that stuff. It is the funnest, most exhausting job I can think of to do. Okay. Let me not, let me not say that. It's an exhausting job emotionally because you're kind of put through the ringer of like, wow, this video did not do well. Uh, what do I got to do to to make it better? And then you're constantly trying to figure that out. And if we were relying solely on like YouTube income, that would be a huge stressor. Yeah. Because that's our income. That's how we're making, we're surviving. Yeah. Um, but it's also extremely fun, partly because we're not in the position where we're surviving off of YouTube money. Uh, it's the process is just great. I love the process of sitting down and going like, okay, I got a Steam Deck. Can I make a piece of content about the Steam Deck? Can I like just do, what do I want to talk about? This is an interesting thought to me. And like right now I'm working on a video about like the education. It's like a sort of semi-educational video about why Marvel movies need to have a subgenre versus when they don't have a subgenre and like why the ones without some subgenres are worse than the ones with subgenres. Like, for example, like why Civil War is so much better than, like, uh, Love and Thunder kind of thing. Um, so I'm working on that piece of content. So, like, the, the the process of sitting down and planning and just going, like, this is what I want to talk about. This is the thought that I want to talk about. Oh, I really like Halo Infinite. Let me talk about Halo Infinite. I love that part. That part is amazing. And then the shooting, I'm a video guy. So, like, I like just getting, your alley, then. getting a good shot, uh, like, making it look good, having a, an interesting edit or an interesting presentation. I love figuring all of those puzzle pieces out. Um, it just so happens that if you, if probably if you're a content creator and you want to do something creative, you more than likely have depression to some degree. Uh, you've experienced this extreme lows of content creating and this extreme lows of not feeling motivated to do anything because you're not seeing the success immediately. Yeah, and I experienced this. Yeah, you have to balance that out. Yeah, and that's really difficult. And the, those lows are often the biggest obstacle of like content creation. So like you get really motivated and you plan something really fucking cool out and then you feel the excitement of that, that is the part of content creation that I love. Sitting around in a meeting and just going like, hey boys, we need to make five videos by the end of the month. What can we do to do that? Yeah, the yeah. I think the planning process is like the f best part is like, because it's infinite. Yeah. It's like you're you, ambitious. There, yeah. there could be anything goes, um, you can create anything, you could find any different type of ideas, mm -hmm. anything like that when you're making like, 
planning out a video. And like stuff like like what we did for Queen City uh, mm-hmm. Anime Con, we were we weren't going to do anything for Queen City Anime Con. We were just gonna go. And then Crocodile was just like, "Now nah, let's fucking do a panel and let's shoot the goddamn thing." And uh, we ended up making a lot of really cool connections with the Queen City. But the week and a half that me and Crocodile were figuring out the logistics for like getting the camera there, getting the photographer there, what are we going to shoot? What kind of content are we going to make? All of those conversations, incredibly fun. They're super spectacularly great um, because you get to plan out and you get to imagine all the potential that you can do with that video. And it's like, oh, this is how I want it to look like. This is what I want to do. And then the reality of content creation is that while you plan that out and while you do all of those things, when you get to the final product, it's probably not going to look anything like the things that yeah, you imagine. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like for me, like, you know, uh, so my my baby, my baby, mm-hmm. Insight. I love that. Um, yeah. Well, I'm not admittedly not consistent with it, and I can also be better. Fucking everything about it could be better. Yeah. But I love making it. I love talking about it. Cause I cause, and I also put in the, the thing because you know I love PlayStation. I love the PlayStation history and its games. But I also know YouTube doesn't have, in terms of gaming, YouTube is more of this retro Nintendo s platform. Where like they like uh it's Nintendo centric like Nintendo the Pokemon the Mario yeah. or Smash and all that stuff. Well, Xbox and PlayStation doesn't really have that that same uh, community as Nintendo yeah. does on YouTube. So I'm like, you know what? Let's make one for PlayStation. I like it. Some people out there care the same way. Yeah. And like, I don't want to pick it myself, but I use my excuse for being lazy yeah. to make bite sized videos. Yeah. So, but probably like, my highest video is probably what five six. Uh, minutes long. Yeah, I think the longest one you've yeah. uploaded has been nine. Yeah, but I want, but my content is like straight to the point, no bullshit. Mm-hmm. Talking about this, my opinion in the video. So like that stuff is fun too, but also it's like you know, well I love PSN. It's like it it is growing, but I wish it was bigger. Yeah. Um, I know it's not the best. I really know it's not the best, but I enjoy it. Yeah. But it's a it. great piece of content. It's a great piece of content. And I, I just wish, like, you know, it would be nice if I can find that PlayStation audience. They're there. Yeah. I, just gotta, I didn't click them from yet. And um, this is this is the point where, like, in media, where, like, you just have to throw some money yeah. around. You have yeah. to, like, swing some swing some dick and, like, mm-hmm. get it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> he does not uh, know what he's saying. Yeah. Um, I think, but that's ex- that's exactly that's exactly true. Yeah. It's like your content is going to evolve with you. So the more you make it, the better it'll naturally yeah. get. Yeah. And I think if you skip the phase of like working through all the kinks, you put yourself in a position where you're no longer enjoying making it because you feel like it should be better, but it's not. No, it's not. That. I, I just know it can be better, but yeah. and I'm not. Uh, Hating it or nothing like that. I'm no. talking about in general, just yeah, for yeah, content yeah. creation. Like that is the trap that a lot of us fall in, including myself. Like that's why I don't make nearly as much content as I like, feel like I should. For some that. reason, compared to like PS site feels like it's mine's. Yeah. And I don't take that in a bad way. Like this, no, this is our it's thing. It's your baby. PS site feel like, oh, this is my thing. And I feel like this is connected to me only. Yeah. It's still part of drunken ship though. Or, I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah, but it's yeah. like you're the only one that produces it. Yeah. yeah. You have control over it. What were you gonna say, Crockett? Well, oh, that was like <laughs> Um. Uh, what I was gonna say was con- with content creation. With content creation, um, you should. You're not unless you never want to blow up immediately because you're never gonna learn the lows. There's gonna be a lot of lows and highs. The epic highs and lows. Yeah. High football. You. Sorry. You need to eat shit for a couple years. Yeah. And you need to constantly learn how to grind that before you blow up. Um, what I mean is like, 
<laughs> yeah, it's his voice. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, I, know, I was wondering when you were going to say something about my voice. It's, all, I'm a whole nother, this is a different person than what you guys have had for the That's last That's true, yeah. 99 Jordan, episodes. you mean Jamal? <laughs> yeah, I'm Jamal around. now. Yeah, this is Jamal. This is my alter ego, my persona. Uh, look, like just making content, you have to learn a valuable lesson is just keep making it and do not worry about the views, which yeah. is very, very hard to do. Especially in today's uh, ecosystem. Yeah, because you're going to start on your, look, there's like a billion views or there's a billion videos on YouTube right now. That's exactly just like you. Upload it now. And yeah, when, right when you upload it too, everyone's yeah. doing the exact same thing. You're not going to pop off randomly. If you do, that's a fluke and that's one in a million chance. And then usually those people do not last that long when they do that. Like, like yeah. they need to go through, you need to get like trained up first. But you have to get in this mindset where I'm just going to upload what I need. I'm just going to upload, you know, twice a week or once a week or something. And I'm just not going to look at the views. I'm just going to keep doing. And then you slowly just get better with that process over a course of year, two years, three years, whatever. And you just keep that rhythm going. And then if you start getting comments, like, you know, just make improvements where you can and everything. And eventually, one of those days, it it will get bigger. It just pays off. Yeah, yeah you eventually you eventually will find your audience. But I, I see, like, a lot of, like, podcasts, they, after, like, five videos, they're done. They, done. they thought, they magically saw, like, all these huge podcasts or these huge content creators uh, getting millions of views, and then they upload it. They start off like maybe with 50 views or 100 views. And then by like the seventh video, they have like 20. They, they're like, where did... And I think, I don't know if that's an algorithm thing where they kind of give you a little uptick just to kind of keep you on the platform to keep uploading. I know TikTok kind of does that. Um, but then when you hit a wall... The you first wall is always the hardest thing. Yeah, you immediately want to quit. Like it's a sour taste in your mouth. But there's a threshold and once you can pass through that threshold, like we've been uploading for, I mean, we're on 99, 99 episodes. As of now, 99. We still not like made it huge, but like some people go fucking 10 years. Well, and some people like, like Mark Marin did a podcast for six years before it really paid off for him. And Mark Marin is like one of the top podcasts of all time right now. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's that it's like, you have to keep it consistent. You have to be comfortable learning how to upgrade your your equipment, how to do your content, and then just yeah. like keep doing, keep doing it, keep just doing it, keep doing it. Make micro adjustments for improvement. And that's what that's, what, what, that's what, it. So. Learn, yeah. Because yeah. like when I was making this Queen City anime con video, mm-hmm. I just like threw. This is like first time, like or second time I ever take went and shot at myself and then edited it myself and everything. I just like look back at it and be like, okay, I could have done this better. I could have done this better. Mm-hmm. The next video that I do, uh, keep. I need to like make this improvement. Also, um. Keep uploading. Do not take like these long breaks. Breaks. I'm if you need a break, it. that's fine. But do not take huge gaps in it. Just constantly keep it in your daily workflow if you can. Mm-hmm. As much as you know, constantly keep learning. That's the thing I wanted to get into because it's like you know, like this content creation, particularly what you're doing. And we talked about YouTube in general. Mm-hmm. Which can also apply it to Twitch. Uh, it ain't about you. Can't just do anything you want, really. You no. you gotta like, you gotta be strategic. You have to make yeah. It's it's more decisions. than just uploading a video. That's yeah. what people think it is. It's like oh, he just recorded himself and on YouTube. It, it no, it, it when you do it yourself, you don't realize how tedious it can be mm-hmm. to get yourself out there. 
terms of from social media marketing to actually producing the video, editing, all that shit, finding content to talk about or whatever. Yeah. That one, shit takes time and energy from you. Yeah. Yeah. And one could argue that the easiest part of that whole process is making the fucking video. Say it again. One could argue that the easiest part of that whole process, finding an audience, making a video, is making the video. Yeah, I agree. And it's like everything else that comes after you post a video is like yeah. really what the nightmare is. Because like immediately, like, I am struggling like with PS Insight. Um, there's ideas I got in my head, but like in terms of like, you no. Know, uh, for PS Insight, like, I'm. It's kind of hard for me to like talk about something because like, PlayStation News in general is kind of dry. Right. I'm waiting for them to say something so I can make a video off that. But it's not. You don't do that. Immediately, you got to work around that problem. Yeah. So I don't have an excuse. You know, I'm calling myself out. I, I don't have an excuse to not have a PNC that video out right now. Right. Because I'm, I'm waiting for someone else to respond or waiting yeah. for someone else so I can respond. I could be making like a PlayStation game review or PlayStation history video review or something yeah. like that. But I'm not. So you got to find like obstacles. It's fun. I'm fucking critiquing myself and helping yeah, myself yeah. out It's right obstacle now. solving. Like, yeah. You, you gotta, run into an obstacle. What yeah. do you do to get out of that obstacle? You got to find solutions for yourself. And that is my favorite part of content creation. That is where I really thrive in content. Like, if you told me right now, it's like, hey, I want to make a video about PS Insight, but there's no news. My immediate thought is just like, okay, let's figure out what you're interested in. That's yeah. not brainstorm news. is like one of my favorite things yeah. to do. Yeah. Let's, fi- let's figure that out. That that's, is- that's the thing. Yeah. It's a lot of brainstorming and yeah. concentration. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like a very hard thing. That's probably one of the hardest things about doing content creation is just how do you be original? What is new? That's what is the hardest part. No. What are you going to do to stand out? I have a really interesting philosophy with that is that a lot of the times you got to do something to stand out. Sure, you got to stand out from the crowd, but I, I don't like the word original. Sometimes it's okay to just do something that someone else does, but just do it. Yeah, but better. you also, I, but yeah, I like agree. do it in your own way. Yeah. You, do it, you, don't, you have your own taste to it or mm-hmm. flavor to it, whatever you can call it. But it's like, so like when you see all these YouTubers and content creators you love, <laughs> they're doing the exact same thing what we're having right now in terms of like how the fuck are we going to make yeah. it except they have yeah. a staff and they have they people have that they pay yeah. to, to help work on that they have, they have a manager yeah. I, you know decisions. you know, I have a theory I think it might be actually honestly stress more stressful because we're at the bottom we have nothing to lose Yeah. when you're making a living off YouTube and That's if you awful. make the wrong step and now you've lost an audience and you've yeah. lost sponsors you've lost money that's a lot. That's a tight. Yeah, that's, that's a harder tight. That's a hard pill to that was actually a, a kind of a controversial thing about around like 2013, 14, where you're like you know Boogie twenty nine ninety eight and all that shit. It's like mm-hmm. I remember he made a video like, "Why the fuck?" Like for me personally, if I was at their degree, I would not rely on YouTube only. I would have some back. No, you have to diversify. Yeah. yeah, that's scary as fuck. Because what you said is like one fuck up video cancel or well, cancel whatever I've, you're done. I can't remember what year it was, but it was when Ethan Klein and. Uh, uh, Keem Sar were uh, having beef together and then they started attacking each other's sponsors and then the it started this right. huge controversy among YouTubers because they're like, that's fine to talk shit about somebody. Do not attack someone's no. like paper trail. Funny, yeah. And I was like, Keem Sar was the one doing that. Keem Sar is like I, a shithole. I hate his fucking content yeah, he's in a general. Disgusting content creator. Yeah. Um, but that's, and so I think the contrast between how that one incident and then how YouTube started when it was just people just fucking around. Just fucking around. I, and it also, uh, like, yeah, it's like people used to just upload content just because they, they there was no money involved. They just wanted to show it to their family. <laughs> and, and that's how time. sometimes, like, I feel about, like, when I hit the upload button, I'm like, I'm not doing this for money. It, like, like the Queen City Anime Con video, mm-hmm. if I wanted to monetize that, I would make it 10 minutes long yeah. or something like that. Because that was, like, a whole thing. Like, if you could make a video um, 10 minutes in one minute or one second, mm-hmm. it'll have two ads. Yeah. And a lot of people's content suffer because they were in that mind thinking 
they could have made it better videos, bite size, and made it sweet to the point. Yeah. But they got to fluff it up just so they can make that ad revenue. And that's where, like, you know, quality kind of diminishes and everything like that. I'm kind of curious, you know, like, well, not curious, but, like, the, the contrast of that. I wonder if, you know, if there will be another website like YouTube. No. The, where it's yeah. not, or something where it was, there was no money involved and it's just another there Complete, have been instances like, of that, but they, suicide. they don't yeah. succeed by virtue of YouTube being so big. Yeah, yeah but eventually, uh, what I'm saying is the content will get so diluted because, and then money will just be like number one priority that like original content's not being, or like, you know, people that have like, because like, this is what I'm saying, like when you have nothing but like Markiplier or the night show and everything, that's like what's in your face. Yeah. And it's very hard to find like someone very unique and you're trying to like you know content creators are trying to find their audience but the audience is also trying to find that that one yeah. content creator that you speaks to them directly that's very hard when you're trying to dig all the way down through all the other content so what i'm saying is like, i wonder if there are a new platform will ever open up where it's just a small amount of creators and people are like this is going to pop off because this is tiktok was that i think that was like listen but now it's that. but now we're getting sponsored in tiktok yeah tiktok is a great yeah. example and so, eventually it will you know it's going to just you know no like they will so let's say that, it burns out it burns yeah, what you the, call hot let's say that platform you're talking about exists they will eventually return to youtube they will, the cycle they will make profit somehow cuz you know like i don't i don't believe youtube will be forever yeah, it's not going to be forever but by the the fact that google owns it it's going to be around going for nowhere. as long as facebook yeah um, and Facebook, Facebook is like suffering right now, but it's gonna be alive for like all, the next twenty years. Yeah, all of major platforms are the only ones we gonna have for the rest of our lifetime. Yeah. There ain't gonna be no another Twitter or so. But what, what does happen, however, is that a platform comes in like TikTok, and then TikTok becomes a way for YouTubers to get new audiences by virtue of that platform. So like they post to that platform, and they get a call to action, and they go like, "I have more content over here." That's what the ecosystem is going to look like in the future, I think. I think, well, content creators will never go away, but yeah. I think these platforms will... I would like another platform. I would like a smaller, like... I mean, look at Mixer. Well, you don't want to... That's the thing. Like, you don't want to... Um, Mixer, yeah. No, Mixer. What was, uh, well, Twitch. Twitch is also like a... Like, are you streaming on YouTube or are you streaming on Twitch? What's the one that Canada gets Twitch? Was it Mixer? The yeah, one? Mixer. Mixer, Mixer it, failed, but it, was yeah. because, it failed because Microsoft... Did not want to put as much money as it needed to support that ecosystem. It was a Microsoft property, and Microsoft should have put three times the money into it. They they could have. Yeah, they could have. Yeah, yeah. but that's why it died. They put three times the money into it. They didn't get the right people. YouTube has been making contracts with people like Ludwig and people like like XQC. Not XQC. That was another big streamer guy. But it's just like ninja. No, no, no. It's like a a really sweet Asian guy uh, that like builds Gundams and shit. Uh, he streams on Twitch, went exclusive to YouTube, so now his audience goes into YouTube. Yeah. That's like that's really a lot of the interaction that we see. And if if we get another platform like that, it has to engage in that in that way where it has to throw a couple millies to like big creators to like do exclusivity like that. I, I I hope that it happens because I agree with you that the the ecosystem of YouTube that existed when we were teenagers, mm. I really miss that. Yes, yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah, the YouTube was a completely different platform back prior to Google's acquisition or whatever. I think money's money's good, but it kind of diminishes sometimes, like originality and quality. There's always there's, a balance to hit when you're working with budgets and you're working with yeah. Money. When there's nothing involved and you're you're not losing anything, it's free range. Mm-hmm. See, I I I have such a hard time with that conversation because I 
I like like I work in narrative content creation. Like I do short films and I want to make movies. And like you're always dealing with a budget there. And so like budget isn't the obstacle, it's advertisement. Mm-hmm. Money isn't the problem. It's the the vehicles in which the money is is thrown into. So like advertisements or advertisers are a big reason why everything gets so sterilized and clean. And, and not money itself, not people making profit. Well, it's like well, advertisement money generates the no, no, no. I I know that, but it's not. It's not. If if the is the platform existed where YouTubers were making money directly mm-hmm. from the video that they're making, yeah. there would be a whole different ecosystem that wouldn't necessarily dilute the content. It's it's the fact that it's going through. Oh yeah, but that's what I meant. Like yeah. like if I make this type of content, um, there's no one's gonna see it, and they'll like no ads would play on it. So yeah. Um, uh, that being said, I think content creation is as exhausting as it is. It's extremely fun. It's extremely it's fun. rewarding yeah, let's, <laughs> when you put a video on. Can we talk? Yeah, let's, let's just switch to some positivity yeah. No, here. Yeah, I, I didn't want to make it like a negative. I just want to talk about both ends of the yeah. spectrum. Of the thing. And it's it not was, a negative. Right? It's just the yeah. reality of it. Reality like, of everything it. that we talk about in here. I think I think one of my favorite things about content creation is obviously brainstorming, but also just um, once you kind of like see your improvement, if you make like five videos – Mm-hmm. And then you have the first one, and you're like, I hated that video. And you may get to the fifth one, and you're like, I hated that one less. <laughs> like yeah. when you see, when you see like direct improvement in your editing, your workflow. Um, Feels proud of, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I like, like, when, yeah. When you can be proud of your video, and then mm-hmm. the sweetest thing possible is when you make a good direct connection with someone that watched your content and was. Um, congratulate you yeah, on I, that I, or like they said they liked it I was about to say that yeah like probably the best thing about that yeah is probably the compliments and shit like mm-hmm. either con or people online they'll tell you like, hey this is a good fucking video like, yeah, like I liked it it was great thank you yeah, what, <laughs> I like what Brian said at the con he's like I do cool shit <laughs> yeah. uh, from uh, Mobile Diversity Mike always compliment our content um, mm-hmm. I love him <laughs> He, he said, but he probably was drunk at the time too, but Fredericks. That really means a lot though. Cause it's like. Sometimes that small compliment. Yeah. Like you, like you don't understand. Sometimes like these small creators, they would have been suffering for a half a year. <laughs> and there's that one compliment will gas them up and just pick them up. There will also be shitty comments too. Yeah. yeah. I learned from Joe Rogan, don't read the comments. I'm a follower philosophy too. Like don't. Don't read the comments. I read everything. Yeah, I read fucking everything that happens. I would say this is a very hard thing to do, but just try to read it with a grain of salt. Take, you know, a critique versus like, you know. My favorite thing, my my favorite thing to do when I was doing the Press Out of Play channel, I got a a couple of like negative comments. It was like my first time encountering some negativity and I remember reading it. And and this is where I knew Mm -hmm. that I had like the mentality to be a content creator because I read that guy saying like a bad comment. Like, just mean-spirited shit. And I was like, man, fuck that guy. And then I went on to record another six episodes of that same series that that guy hated. And despite of making more content that that guy hated, that I know he saw because he commented on another <laughs> video, <laughs> made me feel so fucking good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's my old YouTube channel. People used to come on my old videos like this. Terrible video. Like, oh, fucking yeah. nah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. But it, it happens. Yeah. Yeah, there will always be people that just trying to fucking hate you mm-hmm. just come to you know what I hate video. the most though is like when it sits with you yeah because yeah when, like you, it, when those, you read a comment that goes like oh man you, it's like not it's not even related to the guy so I was like man that guy had a really big nose and you're yeah. just like yeah. fucking oh, fuck. sitting with it for a week man, like no it's before. like a year you're like <laughs> you're st- and, and then like it just like that video like you still remember that guy's comment 
Yeah. What video are you talking about? It got to be recent. <laughs> what? What's that? What was the comment? <laughs> what did I read? Yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> in general. Yeah, like, I've had fights on YouTube, or not YouTube, but on, <laughs> I've had fights on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and I, sometimes I still think about it. Like, so uh, just like, just because you're, because it, I think someone saying something to me, I could just forget. Yeah. But when I have to read it in my own voice, yeah, I think no. it sits with me a lot. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter driven my clapback culture is corny. But like for yeah. uh, one YouTuber I look at that makes me laugh is, and they took it out of so out of context. Uh, my Spider Man Monster Rouse reaction trailer, how I was super hyped. Yeah. Mm. And someone commented like, "Why is the guy above Tay is not fucking excited? He looks disappointed." Oh I'm yeah, like, me. <laughs> yeah, that was me. But he's clearly excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's just different from me in terms yeah. of excitement. But it's like people are like kind of like. I, I I have an answer for that. Um, but I, I I'm not gonna go through every comment and have to answer yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the reason I I realized so that it was. People, oh my god, <laughs> yo! Would you just call me? <laughs> <laughs> Bleep that out, man! I'll be on Joe Rogan next week, everybody. <laughs> um, you can give us views, then. <laughs> bring the alt right audience to us. <laughs> Joe, we're, I would just want we to say. bring them in. We make them think that we're with them, and then we upload like the most feminist, like black shit that they. Some ever girl seen in their did life. that with uh, the mother crowd. Pay so for college funny. funds. So funny. Yeah, she scammed them. them. Yeah, scammed them. But anyway, go on. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I realized the Miles Morales thing was like a not a full game. I'm like, this is not Spider-Man Two. That's what I was. I was like, Spider-Man Two. I'm like, that's way too soon. And then I realized like this is gonna be short content. Yeah. And that's why I was not as gassed up as Tay. And then great. someone was like. It's like, why is this guy not as excited? It's like, really fun five hours though. That was great. Or was it? That was ten hours. I was right though. I was like, I was like, yeah, this is yeah, it's a small game. Yeah, no. I didn't way. complete it though. I just, I just went through the story. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that content creation is tricky because you're constantly fighting yourself and your own motivation and your own emotion, and then you constantly have to look at a at a notebook or a board. And just be That's like, what it is, like a fucking, board. what do I do now? What do I want to do? And then you have to like go to work and fucking come home and make it yeah. and your free time. And it's a lot to balance and it's a lot to handle, but it is excruciatingly fun. And I wouldn't, yeah, yeah I, would, I wouldn't change. I, I wouldn't change anything except just keep doing it to get better. Yeah. I think it's a content creation is a definitely a double-edged sword. You're going to hit like a high and a low. Yeah. At some point, it's available for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, but just, use like use that one moment when you see some kind of results. Like, <laughs> I hate, I hate that this is gonna be what like kind of kept me going. But like the stupid McChicken video, <laughs> me and Tay were doing only like twenty views or something like ten views, and then we just hit subs. like a <laughs> random ten eight thousand video yeah. uh, view, and I'm like. This is it. But like that was like a valuable lesson in learning. It was like, oh, it could pop off at any moment in time. It does not matter. Yeah, YouTube is like one big puzzle you gotta figure out. Yeah. Um, it's and like you said earlier, it, it sometimes it's luck based. It, I mean, a lot of it's quality. I mean, it's a lot of like just improving yourself and everything. But sometimes it you'll just have a random thing just blow out of proportion. Yeah. But the thing is, like when that one video does pop like that, it is keeping that momentum up. Yeah, that's that's really um, where you gotta capitalize. You see on. that a lot yeah. with like TikTok. It's like you'll see one person blow up with one type of content, and what happens is they'll with TikTok. It, it, it's very and probably YouTube is the same. Is they'll keep making that same kind of content because mm -hmm. you have to keep uploading with that, yeah. and you'll be put on that persona. But eventually, 
there's so many other videos doing the exact same thing where they pop off and then they keep up with it and that's the next new big thing. Yeah. That con your content starts diminishing and then you start burning out and then you're forgotten. I also yeah. want to like double down like do what you like cuz Yeah. Again, this is this is that thing is yours. No one's telling you any otherwise. Like mm-hmm. just do what you want and yeah. Have fun with it at least. Yeah. This is a very hard thing. To Be strategic, but have yeah, fun. Have, yeah. have fun with everything that you're doing. We're Enjoy the process. Yeah. This, yeah. This is like something very hard to grasp, but don't let your views affect your content. Yeah. Yeah. Do not, if you could just block it and then just check it in every once a year, mm-hmm. that would be like ideal. But just not letting. You know, just because this Call of Duty, or let's say for if you're doing a game review or something like that, can just give you because two minutes erupt, I thought up. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, let's say like just because something you did that you didn't like doing was popular, doesn't mean you should just keep trying to do that and trying to keep holding on just for those views. Keep trying to just improve the quality of it in general. Yeah. Just take the hit and just be like, oh shit, that did twenty thousand views. Let me make another thing. So, yeah. In a day. The heat of consecration. Yeah. yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, it's exhausting. We love doing it, yeah. um, but it does beat our ass from time to time, man. Yeah. Um, but that's the name of the game. That's any content creation in general. And uh, to wrap it up, this is our last uh, episode before we go on like a quick little vacation yeah. before episode 100. Uh, and then once that happens, we've got some cool shit planned for you guys. Well, yeah, I should say, uh, stay tuned. We got <laughs> A lot of big stuff coming your way on episode 100. So a lot of lot of big stuff, Rick. A L- lot yeah. of lot of stuff going yeah. on here, <laughs> Brian, over at yeah. the channel. Where can I find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Brian Archilla and on Twitch at Brian Brownie. Jordan, you can find me at uh, Cyber underscore Calamity on Twitter and go. Don't make me get Twitch. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was. I'll start. Come streaming. back to streaming. Come back to. Streaming. I'll stream. I'll stream on YouTube. Let's I'm, do, I'm down with stream, Twitch. Let's stream Yu-Gi-Oh. Let's stream you. Don't be down for that. Tay, where can they find you? You can find me at Twitter underscore Tay Infinite. Um, yeah. Go watch, go watch PS, PS Insight. Yeah, go watch PS Insight. There's a lot of good videos. Go watch uh, the Queen City Anime Con video that I did. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. We'll put, pop them up in the thing. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Drunken Shit Podcast. Signing, Signing out. out. <laughs> <laughs>